Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the All Caught Up podcast, where we talk about all the triumphs, failures, and embarrassing moments life brings. I am your host, Courtney Pitcher, and I am super excited to have you tuning in. It's going to be a good one, so get comfy, and let's get all caught up. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the All Caught Up podcast. Due to the current Omnicrom situation and the isolation periods, um, there's no guest on today's episode. It is just going to be me, myself and I chatting with you today. Quick disclaimer before we get into it that I am filming this in my new flat and all my flatmates are home currently so if there is a bit of background noise that's what it is so please ignore that. So since the New Zealand borders are opening up which I'm so excited about I thought now is the perfect time to sit down with you and talk about some of my travels. More specifically the two weeks I spent in Thailand with four of my best friends. It was like the best and craziest experience of my entire life. So a bit of background we headed off to Thailand on the 28th of January 2020 So it was just as COVID was starting to spread outside of China. So like we'd heard about COVID and all of that and we wore masks in the airport, but it wasn't, there was no like protocols or like mandates in place place that we had to. So um, yeah, on the 28th of January, we flew into Bangkok, which is where we spent the next three days. We did a lot of the typical tourist things like visiting the temples and the markets, which was super fun. And if you go to Thailand, you must view the temples because they're honestly amazing. So beautiful and it's crazy to think that they were built so many years ago. Um, In Bangkok, we stayed, I think it was at the Ibis and it was actually a really good hotel and it was super central. I really enjoyed our time in Bangkok uh, besides getting scammed by one of the pubs we were at, which isn't even the craziest thing that happened to us on this trip. Like, Buckle up, just wait, it it does get crazy. So from Bangkok, we went to Phuket, where we spent another two to three days. And I personally wasn't a huge fan of Phuket. Uh, It felt really, don't know, it just didn't feel nice. Anyway, we did go to a water park there that was super fun. From Phuket, we then went to Fifi Island. And this was probably my favorite island out of them all. It was so beautiful catch a ferry from um, Phuket to Fifi and it's a really small island where you can walk everywhere. I don't actually think there was a single car on the island. On our first night there we did, I think I'm going to butcher this, Pum Thai's cooking class which was so fun and I highly recommend it and I now think I am an expert at cooking green curry. After our cooking class spontaneously ended up at this beach party And this was really interesting because we were having a great time, we were partying, we were doing like, it was so fun, there was like limbo and things, and if you did the limbo you got like a free shot, it was great. But um, what was really interesting was because of certain religious beliefs and like rules, the music had to be turned off, I think it was 1am, so to keep the party going they gave everyone headphones and it was like a silent disco at the beach and it was really fun. And we ended up staying out way later than we thought we were going to. We thought this our first night in Fifi, we were going to have a really quiet one because the next morning we did Bob's Booze Cruise, which is an absolute must if you go to Thailand and you go to Fifi Island. It 
is a great way to meet other people and you get to see some of the most beautiful little islands of Fifi and pretty much the cruise job is to literally make sure you get drunk and have a good time so it's really fun they take you to places like Monkey Island and then they have the monkeys like climb on your shoulder and stuff which is really cool and then you also get to swim with sharks which is something I would never do but you know uh, liquid confidence I had quite a bit of liquid confidence so that was really fun and you do it with heaps of other random people all on the cruise and you all go to the same places so you're like swimming between boats and like having a great time and it was really awesome and I highly recommend and yeah that pretty much took up the whole day and so the next day we were very hungover and we decided to do a sunset hike I don't think it was a very long hike I think it was only like 40 minutes I think but the view at the top was meant to be like amazing so we were ready to go we hiked all the way up there we got to the top and this is where my first piece of advice comes in if you ever go to Thailand bring money with you wherever you go because when we got to the top of the mountain we couldn't see anything in fact you needed to pay money in order to get to the very top in order to see the view and none of us had brought any money with us so we had to walk all the way back down and I think we got up at 5am the next morning and did it again which was totally worth it for the sunrise because it was beautiful but that's definitely my tip number one bring cash with you wherever you go it doesn't have to be a lot but just enough so that you don't end up having to do a 40 minute hike to see nothing so I know I've run through the first three places we went really really quickly um, but from Fifi we went to Koh Samui and this is where stuff gets good guys anyone who knows me and my friends knows that random stuff was bound to happen to us on this holiday oh my god I've just that's actually just reminded me I completely forgot but when we got to the airport like Auckland airport to fly to Thailand we'd booked everything in with a travel agent and so we had like our booking reference from her and everything. They couldn't find our flight. They couldn't find our tickets. Sorry, our flight was ready to go. But they like our names weren't coming up in the system as being booked or anything. Turns out she'd just given us the wrong booking number. Thank goodness. But that was a real stress. So I'm actually glad we even made it to Thailand. Anyway, I'm digressing. So we went to Koh Samui. Amazing. Again, a must do island if you're going to Thailand it's honestly beautiful 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 so we arrive and we are in the mood to party and we have heard this place called Akbar is the place to go and so that's where we head and it was amazing the vibes were immaculate there were like fireworks and like fire shows and everyone was dancing on the beach this is one of the best things I liked about Thailand was that all the clubs were on the beach so I'm literally like in my Birkenstocks and like denim skirt, denim shorts, like just real cash beach vibes and you're having the best time. And anyway, we're all dancing and we're like meeting people and we like meet these Australian tourists and we're all hanging out. It was really fun. And then one of my friends, who I'm not going to name, um, said she felt really sick and she had actually been feeling really sick for quite a few days and the night before she'd even vomited blood. But she was not missing out on the party. She was a real trooper. She really was. I'll give her that. It was it was impressive. So about 1am, she is like really unwell, like severe pains in her stomach. We go to the bathroom 
It turns out she's actually um, left her tampon in for the last five days. She forgot it was in there and she could no longer get it out because it had, start, it had started to disintegrate. And so there comes the panic. And we're all trying to reassure her and we're like, it's okay, you're going to be okay. And one of our friends goes and chats to the security guard and they end up calling her an ambulance. And this is where it's, I don't know about you, but I find it absolutely hilarious because we're like quite drunk. Like we've had a lot to drink. It's like, you know, 1am and we, all five of us girls pile into this ambulance and we get taken to the hospital. Again, this is before COVID, so there was none of those like precautions or anything. She gets checked out and she's all okay. As soon as it's removed, she's like instantly 100% fine. And okay, this is the bit that I think is the funniest because I just could never imagine this happening in New Zealand. But they're like, okay, get back in the ambulance, get back in the ambulance. And they drop us back at the club so we can continue on partying. How hilarious is that? We get back in the ambulance to go to the party. And also like crazy. And so that's my second piece of advice for anyone traveling to Thailand is make sure you take out your tampons. But if you don't, the Thailand hospital service actually was very good. Oh, she did have travel insurance. So that's probably one thing you should also get. Um, but yeah, how crazy is that? Honestly, so funny. So a couple days later, we had planned to go for an overnight trip to Copenhagen for a few... I can't talk. Um, to Copenhagen for a full moon party. And I'm pretty sure you all know what a full moon party is. So we got the ferry over at about 4pm, got drinks and dinner on the beach before the party kicked off. It was about 7 and it was like the best night ever. If you go to Thailand, you have to do a full moon party. It's so fun. Everyone dresses in white and then gets covered in like fluoro paint and it's so cool. You meet so many interesting people. Um, one of my friends actually... They had this like giant jump rope and it was on fire and these guys were like doing jump rope while it was on fire. One of my friends thought it would be a good idea if she, she did it, a, she gave it a go and um, she didn't do too bad. I think she got caught by a flame on the way out, but, but she was okay. Um, quite impressive. Um, and it was just so much fun dancing again on the beach. Great vibes. However, I do have three pieces of advice. Number one, do not eat anything at 3am from the beach vendors. Like they're literally just like on the side of the beach. Like it's just like a stand. Um, as it will be the worst thing you ever eat in your life. I, me and two of the gals honestly still have PTSD from this chicken burger. Oh my God, no. It was, yeah, don't do it because there's nowhere to keep anything chilled or fresh. So that's tip number one. Do not do that. Tip number two. Do not book a hostel that you don't intend on going to. Because um, you can save yourself the money. So we had planned to go for this one night. We would stay at the hostel and then we'd ferry back to Costa Maria in the morning. Well, that kind of happened. Except we ended up partying all night. I mean all night. Like... 5.45, we all gather back together and head to catch our 6am ferry back to Kosamui. And we literally had not had a wink of sleep. We did not go to the hostel at all. We didn't check in, nothing. Because we didn't, we didn't have any bags with us. Um, 
so that yeah wasted money um and then we then had to go from Koh Samui to Phuket because we were flying out a couple of days later and we were going we're flying out from Phuket and we honestly thought we were going to die because we were so tired and like covered in paint and we really would have looked like a sight at the airport um but we made it and that's the main thing oh I now now I think of it we actually so we were staying in this like amazing villa private villa had like our own pool and everything we found it on airbnb but it turns out they've got like quite a few of them in a row like you know how new townhouses are set up and we were so dusty the key wouldn't work when we were trying to unlock our villa so one of my friends ended up jumping the fence and letting us all in and we're like stumbling in we get to the door and we're like whose clothes are those and it turned out we had let ourselves in into the wrong villa. So that was funny. I don't know if you'll think that's funny, but I think that's funny. Anyway, I'm I'm sidetracking. This is what happens when I just sit down with the mic and don't have anything planned out. I just end up rambling on about random things. I don't even know if this is going to be interesting to anyone. Anyway, my third and final tip would be to bring strong insect repellent. Now, you might be thinking, uh, okay, that sounds like a mum nag, like telling you to put on your jacket when you go out because it's going to be cold. But actually, trust me on this one. Seriously, trust me. So, four days after we arrived home from Thailand, oh, it must have been a Saturday night, and I'm at a friend's birthday, and I'm just taking it easy because I've had a big two weeks. Like, what I've told you there isn't even the half of it. And I think, I'm, I think I had, like, one GNT, and I was starting to feel really unwell. Like, pounding headache, really sore stomach. And I'm like, shit, okay, maybe I've had way too much alcohol these last two weeks, and I'd better call it a night. So I leave. Anyway, at about 2 a.m., I wake up, and I am freezing, like teeth chattering, like need a hundred layers, yet it's the peak of summer. And if you touch my skin, I was actually burning like a furnace, like I had a seriously high temperature. And I don't know if it was the fever that caused it, but I was in like severe pain, like my whole body was in pain. I couldn't move, I actually thought I was going to die. I remember texting my flatmate being like, hey, I feel like really, really unwell. Would it be okay if you just like checked on me in the morning if I'm not up when you get up? Fast forwarding, I'll give you a quick rundown of the next two weeks that have followed. I was incredibly sick. All my bones felt like they were broken. I had no taste, no sense of smell, a constant headache, flu-like symptoms. And I literally would only be awake for like two hours out of 24 a day. And it gets worse. I was losing like liters of blood, had all the veins coming to the surface of my skin. My skin also looked burnt, like, you know, like a chicken, like a cooked chicken you get from the supermarket. It's what my skin looked like. And I lost the feeling in my hands and my feet due to nerve damage. Like I literally couldn't feel anything. It was, it was like horrible and the worst time of my life and I ended up seeing oh, it must have been five doctors within four days because of all these symptoms they kept developing so so at first it was the 
feeling like, oh, my bones are broken, no taste, blah, blah, blah. Then it was the blood, then it was the veins, then it was the rash, then it was the hands and feet, etc. And the first time I went to the doctor, they told me, oh, no, fine, you just party too hard. Oh, I should mention that I had a giant itchy bite on my hip. I mean, giant, like probably actually the size of my hip. And it was bright purple, and then it had this like red ring that was like black in the center. It looked disgusting. And I showed my doctor this the first time I saw her, and then every doctor after that, and they were all like, oh no, that's nothing. It was freaking huge, and I've never experienced anything like it, and it was like hot and painful. Anyway, I remember, yeah, the doctors being like, oh no, you just partied too hard in Thailand. And then the next time I went back, they made me do a pregnancy test and there was friggin' no way under the sun that I was pregnant. Then it was glandular fever. And they just wouldn't test me for any of the, you know, like malaria or dengue or the things that you could get in Thailand. Even though I am showing all the symptoms of dengue fever and had the giant itchy bite. Anyway, they took my bloods and they ended up, I ended up getting a call from the Ministry of Health like a week later and I was diagnosed with dengue fever and I literally nearly died and I should have been in hospital but my doctor really just did not care and so that was the situation. I don't know where I'm going with that but basically you can't get vaccinated against dengue so definitely make sure you bring a strong insect repellent because it was yeah it was not good I imagine it's what people who have been seriously affected by COVID could feel like oh speaking of COVID the good news is that there have been studies showing that in countries with high rates of dengue like Brazil they have lower rates of COVID because your body is like already building antibodies to that sort of like virus from I guess COVID's from a bat. Dengue's from a mosquito. They, I don't know, they have the same similar things, I guess. Loss of smell, loss of taste, all of that. And I actually, that could be true because I have just done like three rounds of isolation because my flatmate got COVID and I tested negative, was fine. And then my two other flatmates got COVID. I still tested negative. Then my partner got COVID and I'm still testing negative and we've literally been like sharing the same bed every night, haven't been avoiding him or anything and I just keep testing negative and I don't have any symptoms and so I think that dengue has made me immune and actually you know what that could be a good thing because I can just go about my life. Well now that I'm out of isolation I can go about my life. Um, and so yeah that is pretty much a really quick I realize I've run through that really quickly um, story about my time in Thailand and I hope you all enjoyed it please send me a DM on Instagram if you've had wild traveling experiences that you'd love to share because I'd love to hear them all I've sort of PGified my Thailand experience because I do know that there are certain People that listen that definitely aren't going to want to hear some of the wild things we got up to. However, that was really fun and I do highly recommend if anyone gets the opportunity to go to Thailand that they should because it is so cool to see their culture.
yeah, I guess I'm going to wrap it up now. This is just going to be like a little short episode. I don't think I've got anything else to fill you guys in with. I've moved into my new flat, which I absolutely love so much. And I'm just working. So things are pretty much the same old, same old, very busy. Um, so thank you so much all for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Thanks. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked this episode, make sure you share it with your friends. And if you haven't already, hit that follow button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I can't wait to get all caught up with you again soon.